Welcome back to the 20th and Blake podcast from Mile High Sports. As always, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Cade Walker, and I want to talk about a couple different topics today. Two specifically, uh, pretty big events in the Rockies universe. Um, a little bit late to the trade news, but I do want to go over it, discuss the players involved in the trade, give you a little bit of analysis there, and then discuss uh, another event that happened this week in Rockies media and uh, shook up Rockies Twitter a little bit, so I'll discuss that in the second half of the show. Uh, but in the first part, I want to discuss this trade that went down on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, there were four players involved. It was a direct uh, two-to-two swap between the Rockies and the Reds. Uh, the Colorado Rockies dealt Jeff Hoffman, the final piece of the Troy Tulowitzki deal, uh, they dealt Jeff Hoffman and Case Williams, the fourth-round pick from this last, uh, this draft, this 2020 draft. Uh, so they traded these two, and in return, they they got Robert Stevenson, former top pitching prospect, and Jamison Hanna, who was the number 15 prospect in the Red system as an outfielder. So uh, it's, you know, at face value, it seems pretty even, and honestly, even when you go past it, it's a fairly even trade. I think there's upside for both teams here. So, uh, you know, with Jeff Hoffman, he's a guy that, you know, has a lot of talent, a lot of arm talent, throws very hard, and, you know, his stuff moves. It's just it doesn't seem like he's put together the, the combination of velocity and movement into a formula where he can consistently replicate success. And, these tools are why he was a top prospect at one point in time, and now he's he's fallen off. He hasn't really contributed very well here in Colorado. He was supposed to be the centerpiece of that Tulewitzki trade. He didn't really pan out uh, here, at least. Um, but you know, this last season he did improve. He was somewhat effective at times. Uh, obviously, he still had his moments. He's had some control issues, uh, not necessarily even just walking guys, but also you know leaving balls down the middle. So uh, he's he's had some control issues, but he's a very talented player. Um, I don't know what his projection looks like moving forward. He's already fairly old, uh, so not not like thirty old, but fairly old for someone who you'd consider to have you know more potential. And with someone with this much talent, it's I think it's worth a flyer for the Reds to kick the tires on this guy, uh, see what he has left, and you know with the Reds, they're. Uh, more newer-thinking organization, especially when it comes to pitching. I believe Kyle Bodie is involved with the Cincinnati Reds. And, you know, Kyle Bodie, uh, the head guy at Driveline, obviously knows what he's talking about. He's uh, with Trevor Bauer uh, there last season. And Kyle Bodie getting a job in that organization. Uh, I think, you know, there's some positive for Jeff Hoffman here. I think there's... Uh, there's a high-level pitching development staff, which obviously Kyle Bodie at Driveline is a part of, and uh, I think that'll help him. I think there's there's a lot more in the tank for him. I think there's, I think Jeff Hoffman has a place in Major League Baseball. I think he just needs to uh, to access him. I think there's not very many better places to do that than with a team that's so closely tied to Driveline Baseball. And you know you've seen what Driveline does uh, with some of these guys and. I think uh, Driveline's critique has more to do with the arm problems that these guys have. And uh, Jeff Hoffman, I think if he can 
avoid that, which I don't know. I'm not sure how his health is uh, or has been throughout his career, at least in terms of his arm health. Uh, but if, if he can you know, keep his arm healthy, then I think the Reds can get the most out of him. So I think that's a, is a good place for Jeff Hoffman. And it is disappointing that the Rockies were never able to get too much more out of that Tulewitzki trade. So the second piece that the Rockies dealt in this trade was Case Williams. Now, this one was a little bit disappointing for me. Uh, Case Williams was the fourth-round pick in the 2020 draft. He was admittedly a reach in this draft. He wasn't even in the top, I think, 350 prospects for Baseball America. Uh, but, you know, the Rockies took him in the fourth round. So it, this was a someone who the Rockies believed in when they scouted him. And I think that's fair considering his background. Uh, Case Williams went to Douglas County High School, so he was a local, a local talent, a Colorado kid. And, you know, I, I think Jeff Reddish's M.O. with Colorado kids is, you know, at least one of them panned out, right? Kyle Freeland uh, went to, I think, Thomas Jefferson High School. Uh, and then, you know, he's obviously pitching for uh, for the Rockies now. So and he's a, a high-end starter. Wasn't last season, but he was this season. Uh, he was at least a middle-of-the-rotation guy. So uh, he, I think there was upside here with Case Williams. I, he had a lot of good tools. I mean, he still does. He's a you know, young pitcher. He's just in the Reds organization now. Uh, it's disappointing to lose the homegrown talent. and uh, But still – what happened here was that the Cincinnati Reds asked for him. Uh, it seemed like the GM liked him. So in terms of where Case Williams is at, I think that's a good place for him to be at. He, uh, you know, very talented kid, a lot of good tools. And again, same thing with Jeff Hoffman with uh, an organization with a high-level pitching development staff that might be a better place than even Colorado, who doesn't have a very high-end pitching staff. Uh, in terms of their development, um, especially at the lower levels. You, know, you take a look at Riley Pine, who hasn't really developed, even though he has all the tools. Uh, so hopefully Case Williams can put it together uh, over in the Reds organization, and I think he can, uh, especially since they, they liked him so much, they valued him uh, enough to ask for him in a trade, because I don't believe Jeff Reddish would have included him in this trade voluntarily because he was a homegrown talent, uh, but the Reds must have asked for him, and uh, I think that's... That was the kicker here. So the Rockies got a return of Robert Stevenson, who uh, has mostly been used as a reliever in Major League Baseball. And he he's had a rough go of it. In Major League Baseball, he hasn't posted the most flashy statistics. In his Major League career, he's posted a total ERA of 515. Uh, his I guess his rookie campaign, he only pitched 37 innings, posted six. His first full season with 84 innings pitched, he posted a 4-6-8 ERA. Uh, the next year was not very good, but also it was only 11, 11 innings. But in 2019, 2019 was a very, very encouraging year for him. He pitched in 57 games. Uh, he, had, he had 64 innings total uh, pitched. And he posted a 3.76 ERA uh, and a, a wins above replacement of 0 0.9. So that was uh, pretty encouraging to see that um, out of him, even if this during uh, the 2020 season he dipped off. Um, but also, you know, you look at his ad more advanced metrics. You look at the um, the tracking data from Baseball Savant, 
and he was one of the better relief pitchers uh, by those standards. Exit velocity, 81st percentile. Hard hit percentage, 98th percentile. Expected weighted on base average, 96th percentile. Uh, everything in the 90, 96 uh, and up percentile, pretty much. Uh, fastball velocity and spin were 78th and 86th percentile, respectively. Barrel percentage was 84th percentile. His walk percentage was 32nd percentile, which uh, has definitely been a critique for him. His his uh, command, his ability to throw strikes has been in question. But in the last couple of seasons, he's definitely uh, gotten a hold of that, I believe. Uh, I mean, you know, that's it's a very encouraging trend for him. Um, I'm not sure what he will look like going forward, but I think he can be a very... Uh, legitimate contributor to the bullpen um, and you know with the Rockies bullpen they definitely not need all the help they can get and I don't think they were going to get this out of Jeff Hoffman uh, maybe it wasn't worth giving up Case Williams for but you know there was another prospect involved in this deal and that was Jameson Hanna the outfielder number 15th ranked prospect in the Cincinnati Red system uh, <clears throat> he's graded as a slightly above average runner um, but everything else about him is pretty average except for his arm and his power, which is below average. So, I mean, you know, you have a typically, uh, you know, it, this mold of player, he's a fast, pretty decent defender, can, you know, has some pretty good bat-to-ball skills, but doesn't throw very hard, doesn't hit very hard. So, uh, you know, there might be a little bit of a sliver of power upside here, uh, a couple people have seen that from him in this organization, but you know he's a small dude, five nine, about one eighty five. I'm not sure how much power he's going to get out of that frame. Um, and you know he's posted uh, some decent numbers. You know he's uh, in ninety two games with the Athletics uh, High A team in twenty nineteen. He posted a WRC plus of one hundred and two. That's not bad at all. In low A, he posted a WRC plus of one twenty. So. You know, if that trend continues for him, he can at least be an average bat at the major league level. I'm not sure how far he is from the major league level. He's 21 right now, so he probably has a couple years to develop. Um, I mean, high A is not bad, especially posting these type of numbers. So there's there's some upside about him uh, for him at least being a replacement level guy, in my opinion. So that's that's not a bad thing. Uh, you know, you stick a guy in the outfield that's a decent defender that can post a, a WRC plus of about 100. That's better than, uh, you know, the, some of the Rockies' current options. So uh, as long as he can develop, that might be that might be an encouraging uh, encouraging piece. Um, though, I think the move as a whole was pretty lateral. It was trading one former bust of a prospect for another former bust of a prospect for two uh, prospects that might that may or may not become something. So uh, nobody of high concern here, no really high upside guys. Not sure what Case Williams' ceiling is uh, at all. I think he can be a contributor, but again, I don't think he's going to be at the top of any rotation at any point. Uh, again, this was a pretty lateral move, very, very even. Uh, I think it was decent for both teams. Uh, and I, There was mixed reviews uh, with this trade on Rocky's Twitter. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people didn't like it, and most of the reason that people didn't like it was uh, giving up Case Williams, which I, I agree with. I'm not uh, too keen of giving up on that prospect, uh, local guy, homegrown kid. But the Reds asked for him, and I think the return was decent enough, especially since I think Hoffman is pretty much a wash here at this point. So 
No, um, I don't, not a bad deal overall. Um, but you know, the nature of this deal did spark something. And, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about this, but first I do want to talk about our sponsor for this episode, Madis DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the holiday season is in full swing, and with the professional and collegiate football seasons entering the playoff push, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, wants to put you in the center of the action. If you haven't tried it yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss what DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. To celebrate Sunday's action, DraftKings is ensuring all new customers are covered up to $100. That's right, you bet they cover with risk-free Sunday betting on all of Sunday's action. Don't miss out on Sunday's night, uh, Sunday night's pivotal matchup between bitter division rivals, so get in on all of the action now. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings Sportsbook has special odds boost and promotion every day of the week. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to, to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right, new customers can bet this Sunday risk-free up to $100 when you use promo code MHS during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado, risk-free. Coverage paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. So with that out of the way, I just want to discuss... The article that was uh, written this week among Rock uh, Rockies media by the Denver Post, um, and you know it was a, a pretty scathing article. And this article called Jeff Reidich a coward. Um, it, it talked about a few other things. Uh, it mostly was was targeting Jeff Reidich, calling him the brain surgeon. Uh, referring to comments he made previously about the media, how, how the media criticizing him is like some random dude criticizing a brain surgeon for how he performs surgery. Uh, that's the analogy terrible, and the way he used it was awful. So he deservedly got flack for that several years ago when he uh, when he issued those comments. So this article was accepted very positively uh, among social media, uh, at least from from what I saw. It was very critical of Jeff Reddich, and uh, the reception by this is pretty indicative of how Rockies fans feel about Jeff Reddich and the moves that the Rockies have have made recently. And, I, I mean, even the lack of moves that the Rockies have made, considering that the Rockies held no press conference except for the one addressing the trade. And, you know, even in this press conference, uh, the people asked Jeff Reddich, hey, um, what other moves are you going to make this free agency? What, what else? Like, what else is in the works? He said, "I'm only going to address this trade for now. We'll address anything else, any other moves that happen, if and when those happen." So, uh, basically, he didn't want to talk about anything else. He only wanted to talk about the deal that he made um, during in the press conference that he called with uh, that he gave an hour's notice to media members for. So, uh, you know. The circumstances here are pretty obvious. I mean, the fans have a lot of contempt for Jeff Reidich, and Jeff Reidich created a lot of contempt among uh, among media members with those comments as well. So, I, I he's also even con con created contempt between him and his star player. I think that there is a strong relationship between the general manager and the owner in this situation, and his job security is very very strong. And a lot of his actions don't have consequences. Uh, 
at least direct consequences to him. They have consequences on the team, the performance of the team, and um, it's been negative for the most part, and uh, I mean almost entirely. But he hasn't really been able to face those those personal consequences because he doesn't uh, have to have to face you know failure. He doesn't have to worry about his job security at all. And I think that's a, a bad place for a general manager, a bad um, a bad situation for the owner to put the team in. And uh, the the article said it best. The article told Jeff Reitich and less directly Dick Monfort to be thankful that Rockies fans are still curious. They they still care. They still care about the Rockies. Because, you know, if they get rid of Nolan Arnauto for, for you know, returns that aren't as great, if they, um, you know, waste the prime of one of the best players in baseball's career, you know, two of the best baseball players in uh, prime, if you count Trevor Story, and, I mean, even Charlie Blackman, who's been an all-star several times. I mean, if this... If this organization, if this regime in the Rockies organization wastes that talent, wastes this time, Rockies fans just aren't going to care, uh, at least under his his regime. They acknowledge that Jeff Reidich is incompetent, and, you know, with that and, and understanding that it doesn't matter how much talent the Rockies have, if, you know, if they're not going to win under this regime, then they're going to stop caring. And that's exactly what the, the article implies and addresses, and people agree with that message. So, you know, this article has less to do with the, the exact contents of the article, but it's taking the temperature of where Rockies fans are. They care right now, and pretty soon they might not. And that's bad news for the, for the Rockies, and especially the long-term outlook of this organization, because, you know, the Rockies still have a decent payroll. It's not like they're not willing to spend money. They just don't spend it in the right places. But they're willing to spend money because they still make money. And they make money because the fans care. And if the fans care, that cycle might stop. And, you know, it's it's getting dangerously close, and especially under this regime, regime, this organization. And it's time the ownership understood that and made a change. Or it's time that the GM understood that and made a change. Uh, and it looks less and less likely that either of these instances are going to happen. But... You know, that's where the Colorado Rockies are right now. So thank you for listening to this episode of 20th and Blake. Uh, hopefully you tune in next time. Follow me on Twitter at Cade C. Walker. Uh, shoot me a DM, tweet at me, ask me a question. Uh, I'll address it on the show. So thank you again for tuning in to 20th and Blake from Mile High Sports, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, and we will talk to you next time.